0: Uh, 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 oh. I know it ain't, I know it ain't the podcast, you know it's your girl. Give a fuck a lot of money hair in this motherfucker. It's a, money. It's, a money. it's a whole lot of money in this motherfucker. Bro, should get old, and you'll me around no ho, shit. the whole get too bold. I'm allergic to that notion, my wrist game on cold. I might pick my coat white just to match with my toes. I crack myself up, y'all. Okay, hello, welcome back to the podcast. I'm so glad to have you back with us for episode 11. All right, and just a little FYI, this episode's going to be a little bit shorter than normal because your girl ran out of space on the website that hosts her podcast, and I don't get paid till Friday, so um, I can't pay to upgrade this damn membership just yet, so mind you business, but nonetheless, we're going to jump right into it because this is definitely a topic that has been on my mind for a little while, the S- like for a couple of years actually, and <clears throat> I've talked about it like with my sister and a couple of my friends and cousins and stuff like that but like now that more comments have been made and more things have gone on definitely think it's a great time to talk about it because I it's, it's definitely been on my mind okay I want to talk about that real love that Jada and that Will love you feel what I'm saying um so yeah I think it has like this the, the firestorm that Will and Jada Pinkett Smith have seen to seem to have been in like it's It seems like it started all around the time when Real and Jada did that red, you know, they did the sit down, they did the red table talk about their, about will be, you know, the revelation um, that August Salsina had been in, you know, what what does she call it? An entanglement with Jada. A little entanglement, you know what I'm saying? A little entanglement, but... Yeah, so they have definitely just been going through a firestorm. And it's only because, and this is the only thing I ever agree with Dave Chappelle on, Twitter's not a real place, okay? The internet is not a real place where real people go, okay? This is all people and their, you know, second personas. Um, But I think a lot of times when celebrities and when, or whatever you want to call them, influencers or anybody, entertainers, when they do interviews, when, you know, when they give you these comments about their real selves, about their real lives, people take that and they're like, well, now I know every single solitary thing about you, your relationship and everything you've been through. And that is not the case. Like, <laughs> I really, really want you guys to free yourselves from thinking, well, I know everything about this situation because she did an interview. Oh my God. Nonetheless, let's get right into it. Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> they'll kick my podcast off if I go too long so all right but no so recently Jada Pinkett Smith did that um she did a red table talk with Gwyneth Paltrow and one of the things they talked about was like you know being in long-term relationship being married having a partner and things like that and I think one of the things that really got misinterpreted was when when Jada was talking about the fact that like one of the things that her and Will have really like they really have to think about it's like, wow, this has been a journey like they, we got into this young. We started this really early. So like they have had to evolve. You know, they've been married for 20 plus years or however long they've been married. I don't know, but they've been <laughs> married for a long time. You know, they've got kids, they've got careers and things like that. And one of the things that, especially Jada and, you know, her mother is on the Red Table Talk, too. So her mother was saying is that, like, as a woman and as a partner in a relationship, one of the things, like, one of the walls we hit is, like, wanting our partner to read our mind. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I suffer from this problem, too. Like, I'm always like, well, nigga, you should know what the fuck I want. You feel what I'm saying? Like, because if you like me and you know me, why don't you know what I'm thinking? But... It don't work like that (laughs) but so the comment really got misconstrued because one of the things she was saying is that yeah it is hard to have uh it is tough to have a sexual relationship with someone when you have been with them that long but she was saying that from the context of because i for a while I expected him to read my mind and that's what her mother was saying too and even Gwyneth Paltrow was saying like yeah it's really the vulnerability and the communication aspect and the the having to check in with each other because if you watch the episode baby she said oh Will ain't got no problems in the bedroom baby okay he puts it down he smacks it he flips it he rubs it down <laughs> know, okay she was saying like this and this is how I know you niggas barely passed high school because the comprehension isn't there. All right. But we'll circle back. So what she was saying is that the, the, the aspect of it that is communication is what made it difficult to get to the point where they had a fulfilling, you know, sex life. And that's certainly very understandable because when it comes, how does that TikTok go? When it comes to an attitude I'm I'ma have it. <laughs> I always, I frequently have an attitude, especially like with the guys I'm talking to. I don't know. I, I You know what? I did say I was going to stop talking to. I was going to stop using that phrase. The guys that I have dated in the past, I do often expect them to read my mind. Okay. When it comes to absolutely anything, you need to know that I'm upset. You need to know that I am feeling some type of way. You need to know that I'm, you know, having a bad, like I expect you, I very much expect you to read my mind. And... That can be incredibly difficult because it ain't never gone. (laughs) happy. <laughs> okay. Now and and there are, let me just let me just be clear here like when I'm like your partner should definitely start to anticipate your needs. Like y'all know y'all need certain things in this relationship. Your partner should know, you know, they should begin to understand your love language, how you give and receive love. You know, they should start to understand, you know, the things about you that are essential to your identity, but like you cannot expect your partner to anticipate your feelings about something. Or anticipate your wants or your fulfilling desires or whatever the case may be. Because, like, if you, especially, like, if, especially with, I really hope my mama is not listening to this one, this episode. Because, who, first of all, whoever showed my mama how to use the internet and get to my podcast, kiss my ass, okay? If I wanted her to listen to it, I would let her listen to it. Nonetheless, Especially when it comes to sex, okay? If you and your partner have been together for like... I would say like a year to two years, you probably have a really good rhythm. Like you probably, you know, you know what you like, you know what positions you like, you know how long your partner likes to have sex. But the thing is, is that like outside of that, you know, there are additional things that would pleasure you, that would pleasure your partner. And if you have never done them with your partner and you're expecting them to be like, okay, well tomorrow, that's the day he gonna eat my ass and he gonna suck my toes too. Like if you ain't never told your nigga Right. That you want your ass ate, you want your toes sucked and you want him to hand you a McChicken in bed. Like he's never going to know that. OK, if you want your partner, you know, to smack your head against the wall and break your TV, but you ain't never said that. You feel what I'm saying? That they're never gonna know that because mental telepathy is only a thing in the X-Men movies. All right, in real life, it doesn't exist. So you have to communicate these things with your partner, and that's that's what that's what Jada was really talking about on her on the episode that she did. And I think a lot of times people look at Will and Jada's relationship, especially after they had the episode where they were talking about um, Jada's relationship with. August Alsina People are like, oh, Will's a sucker. He's a simp He's a woo 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 woo. And and I also want to unpack that because I I wanted the I, I think one of the biggest things that y'all forget about that episode was that is that they did is that they, they looked each other dead in the eye and they were like, oh, I was out of the door on this relationship. They both said we were preparing to separate, like we were done. The marriage was over. Like we were living separate lives. And I think that's the biggest part about it. Like nobody like everybody they like to hyper focus on the aspects of you know the red table talk that are controversial you know the extramarital affair will looking kind of like and I don't necessarily think he was crying but I do definitely think that there is a level of tiredness on both of their behalf about having to explain themselves to the public because it ain't y'all motherfucking business okay will Cheating or Jada having a relationship with somebody who is not your husband does not affect your relationship. Doesn't mean your nigga going to cheat on you, which your nigga probably did cheat on you. Okay. And and that's because of whatever the fucking reason that it happens. It is never the other person's fault when somebody cheats. But like it does not affect your relationship. And I really, really think that like Will, the, the concept of Will and Jada love is still a super strong one because... Out of 40% of marriages experience some type of infidelity, whether it's an emotional affair or a physical affair, etc. And out of that 40%, only 16% of them survive infidelity. So, I think them having a bond and them having a connection that was strong enough to not only bring them back after they were at the brink of complete divorce, at the brink of complete separation, just shows how dedicated they both were to... um, to, to being in this relationship. And y'all remember when Will got on Jada's red table talk and she asked her, she said, why did we never get divorced? And, you know, she made her little joke, oh, because it's cheaper to keep. And Will looked this woman in her face and he said, because I knew I would be searching in vain for the rest of my life. Baby, he said he would never find anybody who he would love or would love him like Jada. And I think and y'all skip right the fuck over that and you go straight to the controversy. And and like I said, it, it it definitely shows me that you know your English and reading scores in high school were probably low because it it gives a lack of comprehension. All right. It's giving um I just skinned until I got the answer. You feel what I'm saying? So yeah, but no, like the the meat of the episode was really just like, yeah, like you got to communicate. You got to talk to your partner and you, you have to understand that, you know, just because we're in a relationship, bitch, I can't read your motherfucking mind (laughs) and they, nobody can read your mind. And yeah, so it's definitely giving, like, I I definitely think that their connection, like, and that's the other thing. It is so fucking unrealistic. For y'all to think that every relationship is supposed to be, we get together, we never have any problems, we love each other unlimited, an unlimited amount, forever and ever, and then we live happily ever, motherfucking after. Because it don't work like that, okay? When you get married to somebody motherfucking 5, 10, 15, 20, 25 years, they're going to start to get on your nerves, okay? They're going to start to breathe too loud, um they're gonna start taking their socks off too loud they're gonna be in the kitchen pouring them a glass of milk and you're gonna be like damn can you pour this motherfucking milk any louder you feel what I'm saying child my whole fucking sister got mad at her nigga and I gave him a card because I'm a gracious and thoughtful person and because she mad she withholding the card I'm like girl relationships ain't perfect okay you're you're never going to have a relationship that never has any type of problems because that's just not how the world works and you know what I'm saying and it's it's in and it's it's in and it's out you know I got grandparents that that have been together for 57 years and or no I think it's 60 I think it's no, it's 57 years. I got grandparents that have been together for 57 years. My grandmother, the stories, baby, been together 57 years. She I I remember she, my grandmother has thrown vases at my grandfather, radios, chairs, skillets, you feel what I'm saying? And my grandfather was a thug. Okay, so for a while in their marriage, my grown-ass grandfather and they had kids. You know what I'm saying? My grandparents had my mother when they were 18. So, for their ent- got married, had my mama. They were 18. So for their entire marriage, they have always been parents. But for a portion of that marriage, my grandfather was also still doing the nigga shit. So, what I'm the point that I'm trying to make here is that nobody's relationship is going to be perfect, and the point that they were trying to make on the Red Table Talk is that the communication and, you know, the discovery of one another is ultimately what gets you to the point to where you're like, yeah, my nigga be putting it the fuck down, okay? If he wanted to race to the bed, I'd be the dare. You feel what I'm saying? (laughs) That's, because that's what, that's what Jada was saying. She's like, oh, he, look, but let's get back to this whole my nigga supposed to read my mind thing, because if you bitches got it figured out, let me know. I have always and this for me specifically I create a version of a nigga in my mind and he they always fail they don't ever meet the criteria they're always not there they never meet the criteria but because I idealize every single solitary man I have ever dated in my head and then I get upset when he does not meet that idealized version and not because and it's don't get me wrong like they not good niggas okay my track record with men ain't good so, for the most part, all of these niggas is trash. And we gonna talk about why I track trash niggas on another episode because I still have not talked to my therapist about it. So, uh, y'all don't get that episode just yet. But when it, like, when you idealize and you're like, nope, because he's gonna do this and he's gonna do this and he's gonna do this because, like, that's what I like and that's he knows me, You you ain't never gonna get there, okay? Like, when I would expect a man to, like, act a certain way towards me or to be a certain towards be a a certain type of way in the bedroom i never got those results it never turned out the way i wanted it to turn out and when i did you know finally communicate to a nigga that i want you to smack my head against the wall and break my tv like we had some better results because like now that i have communicated and you know oh i'm on that and you on that oh It's going the fuck down. Once we got to that place of that mutual understanding, it certainly did go the fuck down. (laughs) You understand? So it's the whole mental telepathy thing for me. Like, you really got to let a nigga know, like, I want you to put on the Winnie the Pooh shirt and I want you to get the little honeycomb thing and I want you to drip the honey and then I want you to rub your stomach like Winnie the Pooh did. Like, if that is your fantasy, you got to tell him because, um, honey, he ain't never gonna guess that. (laughs) <laughs> he ain't never gonna catch it. he is never gonna guess it okay if you want him to dress up like the B in B movie and dance to throw that ass in a circle you're going to have to communicate it because he ain't gonna guess it, <laughs> it, it it's, that's not gonna pop up in his brain okay it, it's not gonna happen like if you want that nigga to get two bottles of breeze, all right? And you want him to spray them in the air and you twirl around like it's raining on you, you gotta say it because he ain't gonna, what I'm, the point of what I'm saying is you really do, the point that Jada was trying to make was a good one. And it's that the only way you can get to a, pl- a point where your partner better understands your needs in a way that they can fulfill them, is you have to communicate it. And you have to be willing to go through the unpleasantness. Like, you got to be willing to go through the weak dick. You got to be willing to go through the 30-second strokes. You got to be willing to go through the two-pump chump. Like, you got to be willing to go through all of them stages before you get, you know, to the, you know, the 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 Chris Brown and Sierra on stage at the BET Awards dancing to take you down. Like, you got to be willing to go through... All of that other stuff before you get to the spectacular coming out on stage in a towel to perform on the hotline. You feel what I'm saying? You have gotta be willing to go through all of the other stuff first, because what I'm saying is, is that if your fantasy is for your nigga to put his dick in a hard taco shell, like you, you gotta say that's this because I don't off the top of his head off the cuff. He ain't gonna get it, but yeah, and it's just really interesting to me how people think like because they're seeing these very, very small things or these little snippets. They're only seeing these little clips and and they think they have a they they have Will and Jada's fucking relationship figured out. They you don't know if they don't love each other you don't know if this was worth it to them you have absolutely no idea because you're not inside of their relationship you also don't know because it ain't none of your damn business like if they wanted to put all of their business in the streets they could they're celebrities they certainly have the access to, to do so but i think what they're giving you are glimpses just to show that they're real people they have real experiences they do real shit. they have they go through real shit and sometimes it's pleasant. Sometimes it's night, as is life. I think another lesson we could learn here is people who live in glass houses should not throw stones. Because last week, your nigga told you he was going to late night Bible study and he was at the club driving the boat with a bottle of deuce and a bottle of Hennessy. So maybe we should mind our own business. Nonetheless, that was episode 11. I told y'all it was going to be short. Please come back next week when we are going to have a couple of special guests that are very, very close to my heart. All right. I hope this was a good Wednesday episode and I hope I catch y'all next week. Namaste y'all. Peace out.